dudes, it's with all dudes, dudes. Just a bunch of versions of us in drag, like all being the, the Muppets that are on the, the screen. Yeah, well, there was a female side, so I don't know if it's going to be real, real light slip pickings that winds up on that side. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Super Larius Brothers Super Show. Huta Hata. Uh, so this episode is, uh, also taking place during the midst of COVID in 2020. So, uh, we're still in, uh, quarantine. Uh, our particular county is still red. So we, we still have the full on stay at home orders. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably then have heard the previous episode. We haven't heard any responses to it as of yet. So I don't know, maybe people loved it or maybe they didn't, but. We're going to keep doing it, and we're going to do it again, uh, just on the idea of a full episode, but uh, basically broken down into 10-ish minute chunks over the course of, uh, you know, probably like over like a week or so. Yes. Currently, we run into each other multiple times a day, so yeah. this is just easier than trying to sit down for an hour and being like, so what else? Did you see SNL still out there? Interesting. Hey, that wrestler just died. Isn't that? Let's talk about that for 30 minutes. You know, he big, died saving his son. Very tragically. You know, Big Shad died. <laughs> and mom took a huge dump yesterday. Did she? Yes. <laughs> it was mom. I, I did want to note. Uh, so from when quarantine started, uh, with the way our house works, uh, there's enough room in the driveway for two cars, but you're essentially blocking the sidewalk to do it. Uh, generally, just one car will. So I believe you can get ticketed for. Yeah, so we we only ever do one car sitting in a driveway for any extended amount of time. And since the quarantine started, Mikey's had the driveway, uh, and it's rare that both of us are out at the same time through no devious machinations. No, of I'm, my I'm own, not insinuating that. I'm not insinuating that you held it for any period of time with insidious machinations. <laughs> I am, however, insinuating that you relinquished it at a pretty opportune time. So, uh, for like probably about two months straight, he'd had the driveway. And then I had to like get your, like take you to get your car inspected. Mm. So, when I was driving back to our house, I was like, oh, okay, well. Uh, In my heart, I knew I had forfeited it at that point. Really? That's the story. <laughs> okay. Because. The next day, I go and my, get my car, and it's just covered in bird shit and pollen. God, I, didn't do, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> it was like this. I don't know where this is going, this, but this is some crazy this, allegations. Twenty-four-hour time span where I have first of all, the idea I could even produce bird shit. I mean, no, if it I'm was me saying, pooping on it. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I don't know if you like you put some bones on your windowsill and you read like an augury off of them that you're like, ah, the birds with full bladders would be upon tonight. I shan't bequeath the driveway to Christopher then so that those in the pollen would affect his car less mildly. Because <laughs> it was almost like, oh my god, I had to like, take this to a car wash. I could barely see what's going on. There's so much bird shit pollen all over my car right now. So what are you implying again? <laughs> it just seemed mighty interesting that you gave it up and then the next day was nothing but bird shit and pollen all over the car that'd be parked in the driveway. Yeah, I was just serving all-you-could-eat enchiladas <laughs> to every, like, pigeon that flew by. I knew it! <laughs> it felt like it. I've it, It's rare I've ever, like, I'm taken... Like, every so often you see a bird shirt and a girl, like, ugh, gross. I've very rarely been taken aback, like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> like hand, <laughs> like, 
hand to the top of my chest, like, oh my goodness. Clutch the pearls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the vapors. Oh, Lord. Are those birds all right? Because it, it was just so much of it. And then just, just like seven flowers, like, bloomed right on top of the car. I'm like, <laughs> just spinning pollen and garbage all over it. I mean, I'm thrilled that happened. But what if it had just been covered in bird shit, but there's one just giant, like, obviously human turd, like, right on the windshield? I would be very suspicious. I'd be like, why would Mikey do this? He has to understand he's the primary suspect. Unless it's those vampires across the street. <laughs> I'll only catch them at night. I'll have to stay vigilant. So would you have anything on your mind? <clears throat> uh, our backyard, there is a... And I've never seen squirrels do this before, but there's a squirrel that comes in and picks up clods of dirt and takes it somewhere to build a new Babylon or I have no uh, Zion. I have no idea what this thing's doing, but it is slowly like destroying the back part of that yard. Just picking up dirt clods. How much would I have to pay you to sit in the backyard with a BB gun and kill it? I mean, you can pay me all the money you want. It's not going to happen. Not that I wouldn't do it. I'm never going to be able to hit it. I, I don't have the hand-eye coordination to shoot a... The, like, I don't care. It could be like the Bruce Falanche of squirrels. It's going to be nimble <laughs> enough to avoid, <laughs> like, old Deadeye Larios over there. <laughs> You're playing eight hours of video games a day. Yeah, that, You've got to have it. Those skills don't translate. I can also play 20 hours of fucking NFL Madden. It doesn't mean I'm going to immediately be like, all right, let's, boys, let's let's get huddled up. All right, but it's a dead or alive bounty poster. Like, it, one way or another, this squirrel has to come in. And you can name your price. Hmm. Four inches off of your body transferred to me in a magical genie wish. <laughs> oh, man, this got deeper than I thought it would. <laughs> now are you willing to pay this price? Oh, a measly six foot. And then you just tower over me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 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 hello, little brother. Oh. As I scruff your head every morning. I'd be curious. I bet you the word pipsqueak has never been uttered in this house, but I bet you it starts getting uttered a lot more then. By the way, pipsqueak, I got to dump. Sup, tardy. <laughs> Mikey, can't you, you can't reach the counter to eat that slice of pizza. Let me pick you up. I'm fine. Ah! <laughs> no, I mean, this is kind of helpful, but ah! Uh, yeah, you came up with a price too steep, to be <laughs> honest like, with no, you. Fuck no. I thought you'd throw a money figure at me, and then, you know, the obvious, like, trap door in that scenario was going to be like, and how much for you to do it dressed as a squirrel? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Because I don't want the squirrel to get, like, suspicious. So, like, picture you're going to be dressed like a squirrel. Like, cat's the play level of creativity. <laughs> now, let's throw out the scenario that it was just a price that I accept, but the, we'll, we'll, we'll ignore the squirrel costume part for right now. The whole onus on this is that the squirrel is tearing up our backyard. How many times do I just have to eat shit missing this squirrel just filling our backyard with BB gun bowls, bullet holes before you're like, just forget it. I can't believe you think you'd be that bad because that squirrel's getting pretty complacent. He'll hang out in like a spot for a solid minute or two just picking through the yard. I really doubt my ability to aim like that, though. 
I think that's animals by and large. We're talking about that big fat rabbit that's look that giant sitting on our yard. There's another. There's a second animal in our in our vicinity. Just. An enormously fat rabbit, which I think broke the gate, by the way. <laughs> oh, that, that gate's ruined. Yeah, the the one gate over there. Uh, that I I was like, is this like a is this a thing that tells me I'm getting too old? Where I was like, rabbits in my day used to run at the sight of a human. You succumb, sit a while, listen to my tales. You could call anyone in the country for a dime. I walked by I walked by it with Scotia, like in our front yard. It's like, you should be terrified. This is a monster I have on this leash. And Scotia's just like, what? Huh? Oh my god, that's so cute. I'm gonna give a kiss. I'm gonna boop on your snake. <laughs> it's like Yeah, I don't this this rabbit just has no fear. It's it's like Daredevil. It's just like I was born without that. So I'm just gonna sit here and get plump off this grass. I'm like, is there there's gotta be like a single fox in like a 50 mile radius of this that could just smell this delicious meal waiting. Could you do me a favor and get plump off the weeds? (laughs) Yeah. Why do you have to eat the grass? It's kind of nice. You can't eat dandelions? You don't like those? It's the same shit, right? If you had a full 30 seconds to line your shot up, you don't think you're hitting that squirrel? I feel like I'm just always going to misjudge it and I'm immediately in my head. It's too much like gym class. Shoot me like while every- making tea. Yeah. Ouch! It's, it's going to be like me like every time I go bowling where I'm like, I nail like the first two shots and then I'm like, I remember how to bowl again. And then I just eat shit for the rest of the entire, like in the next eight frames, just me like, whittle ball, whiffle ball, five, whiffle ball, five. Like, oh. All right, never mind. I guess I'm not quite the ace at this that I thought I was. But if you're getting my four inches of height, I feel like you might really dedicate yourself, and you're like, oh, oh if that's what if that's on the table, then I'm yeah, I'm I'm. I'm is it Christopher I'm, being taller that entices you, or is it Mikey being shorter? I just it's the almost delicious quality of such like a the evil deal, <laughs> like just like the, on the table, this insidious black market deal. Like, well, if this is on the table, I'll pay anything to get rid of that squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just me like coming like lurching out of my room like the Undertaker. Anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> just me breaking into like whatever Arugas didn't lock its door so I could just practice on a Cabela's hunting game for a while be like alright I think I got the handle of this it's like a Twilight Zone deal where I assume they would just adjust my height but they're like nope we just took your feet <laughs> and then I have, t- I have like a second pair of feet underneath mine like and you know I don't think either of us really went out in this deal <laughs> like one of those ducks from like the charity videos that has like plastic feet just like falling all over the place Whoa! Was that your whole scenario? Yeah, I thought you'd throw out a price. I didn't know you'd give up that. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was going to be that grave of a price, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't realize it would cost me more than... The devil outsmarted me again. <laughs> four, uh, that'd be sweet. You got four inches off my nose. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this sucks. But... I mean, it's retroactively very funny that he was able to take four inches of just a pure nose. <laughs> He's still got a little bit of a honker left. <laughs> it's still, it's still uh, kind of bigger than, than a regular size nose. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Oh, that's right. We're not doing those anymore. So, uh, mom got a package in the mail yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, two jars or two uh, things of perfume. Okay. I came upstairs and first she's like, I, I keep pushing it and I, but I don't smell anything. And I was like, oh my God, you haven't left the house in three months. If you're the one that gets Corona and gives it all to us, 
No, but she just hadn't screwed the top on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. So I spritzed it, and it sprayed, and then she could smell it. But she's just like, why? Why? It was anonymous. No name on it. <laughs> why would... I don't know. Why would someone send this to me? And I'm like, no, no, no. Maybe it was the township. Because <laughs> you're stinky? <laughs> <Maybe> no. <laughs> this is the Surgeon General. Uh, I guess the context for that, obviously, being that if you don't know... Our mother, who we bring up very frequently, who I have to assume if you come in halfway, you think we're just cruel monsters, too. But mm-hmm. understand, she has a stroke. We take care of her. Uh, some stuff doesn't hit her. Um, and one of the things is uh, she seems to have this issue with, uh, like, a BO that mm-hmm. persists throughout her sort of area. Or like the yeah. moment you open the door to her room, you're me like, ooh. Like a pig a- pen kind of scenario. I, look, I don't want to hit her that hard. <laughs> Come on. There's a certain level of it. But yeah, no, it's definitely a point where you're like, that's a little stinky. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little much. That's not how I want to start my day. Yeah. Uh, so I've got the mustache now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like it, you know? You, you, you went for something different. And uh, I think this is the probably the best time to try it when there's very little expectation of you. Yeah, I see six people. Yeah. And it looks ridiculous. All great. Picture, not quite Sam Elliott, but maybe Kurt Russell in Tombstone. Sure, yeah. Or Bill Paxton. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and claim it's Val Kilmer. No. It's also, I mean, look, this is an audio-only medium, so people won't be able to see it. It's, it's extremely thick. You've grown a very thick creamy mustache. Luxurious. <laughs> a very cummy mustache does get a lot of food in it. You really do have shampoo oh, every yeah. day. But uh, I'm thinking when I shave it, which will probably happen in the next week or two, I'm thinking of doing the uh, going real thick, going for the Salvador Dali slash Sander Cohen mustache, the like pencil thin one. Oh, the pen- that's awful. <laughs> really? That's terrible. <laughs> First and foremost, Think of the two people who you mentioned had it. Salvador <laughs> Dali's pretty cool. Sandra Cohen, I could take her leave. Like eccentric artists, essentially. <laughs> Weirdos. Yeah, like just like kind of like not like queer guys, kind of in a way. Not queer, just in like weird, kind of like. But probably. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. just yeah, like just probably both. Yeah, like very much like an oddity of it. A <laughs> feet foppish kind of dandy yeah, very weirdos. Foppish, very baroque. <laughs> like, and you're gonna just try to pull it off casually. No, I'm gonna surprise you with it on my birthday, perhaps. I'm like, mm. have you already like set that set that down? You're like, I'm gonna be spending my birthday probably in quarantine. Probably, I'll probably go hiking somewhere. At least get out of the house and order a pizza later on. But yeah, it's not looking unless something crazy happens. We're not going green in two weeks. <laughs> No, probably not. Uh, and I guess it's worth noting, obviously, this podcast is recorded in various different chunks. Uh, the current chunk that's being recorded is at a point where PA is kind of slowly in the process of going from yellow to green in certain areas. I don't. I think even Philadelphia might be yellow. I think by out. next week, Philly's going yellow, yeah, so, which will be a real shit show. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be where everything kind of comes apart at the seams if, it, if it's not going well. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're reaching that point where we're kind of like, things are on the tail end, you want to assume of this, but who really knows? You keep hearing different things all the time on the news of places being like, oh no, a second wave's coming. Or mm-hmm. some people being like, well, New Zealand's perfectly cured forever now, so everybody well, should yeah, be There's in. like 800 people in that entire country. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fair comparison. How terrified would you be if you lived on the Jersey Shore right now and you were like concerned at all about your health? 
as just wave of people start flooding in. I, I did. Fist pumping. Beaches, beaches. <laughs> oh, and they're just coughing and sneezing everywhere. Like, beaches, I'll chew, I'll chew. Beaches. My hands are full, so I can't block my sneeze. I'll chew, I'll chew. Like, You're oh. out there with your metal detector and your ghillie hat. Like, mm-hmm. oh, goodness. I seem to be in the shadow of some colossus. I liked... I want it to be even, like, more of an oddity. Like, I'm sitting in the beach with, like, a fishing pole and a tiny chair next to me with a Barbie doll in it that also has a fishing pole. What am I doing? I don't know, but that's not... And then I turn around, I'm like, oh, no! (laughs) You're in the process of putting, like, a little goldfish cracker on her hook. Like, ooh, looks like you got a bite, Barbie. (laughs) Seems like you got a big bite, girl. (laughs) No! Not like this! Uh, yeah, it's gotta be awful because you see all the photos uh, that happened during the Memorial Day, and you see like the lakes at the Ozarks and uh, oh yeah, the uh, Ocean City Boardwalk, and it was like shoulder to shoulder, and you're like, I mean, that's the test, I guess. Yeah. You're like, either it's happening again, we gotta or it's try not. at some point. <laughs> I guess one of the big things is that they're probably not going to be doing any, like, conventions or something like that, it sounds like, for a while. Or concerts. Yeah. yeah. Well, conventions feel like that's the big thing. I I don't think I ever came back from a convention without feeling at least a little bit sick. Mm -hmm. Because they're just such jerks. Like, most people don't bathe while they're at them for some reason. It's a real problem. Did you have a hotel room or... (laughs) Yeah. And, look, I will admit... When you're there, you learn after the first one, you like, wake up early and take a shower. Because there's no guarantee you will have any water to take a shower with after, like, 9 a.m. or something like that. So maybe you do get stuck having to take, like, a pretty cold shower or something like that. Mm. Uh, but my store tells you not that issue. And yeah, no, you should be able to. It's a lot of the conventions I went to are obviously nerdier, leaning conventions. And every time I ever went to one, uh, there were a ton of people who just didn't shower, so they smelled. And then they're just not taking care of themselves. Eating, like, complete ass, I assume. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, they're farting a lot. It's pretty funny at first. But then, yeah, you start getting sick. Uh, But, yeah, no, it's just a bunch of people don't take care of themselves. I remember uh, Chris Spawn, uh, Walt, uh, one of the players in my D&D group, went to PAX East, which must have been, like, late February, I think. Maybe, like, super early March. Came back... We had a session of D&D, and he mentioned, like, yeah, not feeling, like, super great. And I was like, I don't know why you'd come here if you were feeling <laughs> super great. And then I started feeling like shit. And I just remember thinking, I was like, if that cocksucker gave me coronavirus. Like, I would, you never mentioned it to me either. <laughs> I didn't know. I was only, I felt shitty for, like, one morning, mm-hmm. and then it was gone. Okay. So, if it had been otherwise, I'd have been like, okay, something's cool, yeah, but... But yeah, no, it's definitely like that's one of those things where I assume if they if they stop doing like conventions and things like that, hopefully that'll be like a, a break point for a little bit of it. Yeah, music festivals too, a bunch of that kind of stuff yeah. not happening. Uh did you hear the story about Pasquale's pizza? No. Okay. It's uh people that were living in Philly, if you were going through like Grubhub trying to support like local businesses, you saw this new pizzeria called Pasquale's Pizza. Oh, is this the dude who bought his own pizza off of Grubhub and made, like, a shit ton of money? No. Oh, okay. It's, and people were ordering Pasquale's, and it was showing up in Chuck E. Cheese boxes, 
And then you looked up the address for Pasquale's, oh. and it was Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, I did hear about something about that, where Chuck E. Cheese was, like, sneaking its way in to be like, come on, guys. How infuriated would you be if you thought you were, like, paying 20 bucks to support a local business, and then crappy Chuck E. Cheese pizza showed up? I can't tell you how annoyed I would be <laughs> if somebody invited me to, like, a like a party, and they're like, hey, come on over, make sure you're hungry, you're gonna have pizza. And then you get there and it's Chuck E. Cheese pizza. <laughs> and I almost want to, I did like, it's tough when you're like, I didn't pay for it, but you sold me on pizza <laughs> and I didn't know I was going to be getting garbage. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to have to eat trash. I feel like little garbage too. I feel like they were always made for, uh, cause I never left there not still being hungry. So I bet as an adult, I could wrap two Chuck E. Cheese pizzas up I, together and just <laughs> finish them off. I have no idea. I haven't had a Chuck E. Cheese pizza in probably 20 years. Cause mm-hmm. I don't think I've been to a Chuck E. Cheese since maybe I was like 12. Sure. But it's still one of those things. Like, I don't remember being good pizza at the time. Didn't pop up on Grubhub when you were working for them. I don't. Th- it was always an option there, but I never had to do it. It never popped up. So too many people ordering from Applebee's. Were you kind of hoping you're like? There was one time you I go kinda, in, they're like, "Yeah, it's almost done." You're like, "All right, I'll be in the ball pit." Wee! <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they let me just play. I don't think I get like a a, a, a carte blanche to just like carte blanche to just like fuck around in the. the we, you don't wait for permission. You take it. It's you just, pay the iron price for your ball pit. It's just me immediately being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna go play that game where you shoot the ghosts inside the house." Come back completely wrapped up in tickets, like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I never had that. And I'd be so infuriated if someone was like, hey, man, you want to go get some, <laughs> grab some pizza, some za, and then like pull up a Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, is there a smaller pizza place inside the Chuck E. Cheese? What if you ordered it and you're expecting this like Italian guy with an apron around his waist and it's like an some anim- kid with mouse ears and stuff? <laughs> an animatronic like uh, bird. It wasn't that the thing. It was like the mouse. There was like a fat Italian chef. We can end a, on this. A bird and... And Mr. Munch, which was just a big purple monster. Yeah. I was going to ask, if for some reason you needed work that badly that you're delivering pizza for Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> and it's like, well, you got to dress up like one of the characters in the band. Uh, There's a dog that's dressed like a cowboy. Okay. There's Mr. Munch, who's just a... Wasn't there one guy who was just a fat Italian-looking guy? There was. That's Pasquale. That's Pasquale? <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, man. What a sinister tactic. <laughs> There's options. There's um, the chicken lady. <laughs> I mean, the, the cowboy dog's pretty sweet. I might do the cowboy dog. The purple monster is such like a knockoff grimace bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And there was also like, oh man, I forgot how terrifying those animatronics were. Uh, the the duck is clearly just the bird from the McDonald's kids meals as well. Oh yeah, the French fry, not the French fry. I forget Wendy. No. I forget what her name is. They don't even use them anymore. I don't yeah. think. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that cowboy dog. Uh, the Italian-looking chef dude is not nearly as fun as I remember him looking. <laughs> I remember him almost just being all head and mouth. <laughs> I was like, that'd be kind of fun. But that cowboy dog looks pretty sweet. He was pretty stereotypical, too. Like, that's all. I got to get back and make it a pizza. My name is Omega Luigi. <laughs> all right, that's all I had, unless you had anything. No. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> so, I was walking Scotia the other day. And this kid, yeah, let's go like eight, like came by on her scooter and I had my iPod on. So I, I didn't actually hear what she said, but I could tell it was like something, something, something mustache. 
in my head, what are the odds do you think? I feel like she said, oh my God, that's a sweet mustache. And in my head, I'm like, mustache daddy. Yeah, that's me. Got the sweetest mustache in the whole city. And then I start spinnerooning around the parking lot. <laughs> But uh, what if it was, okay. hey, look at that big fat helmet with that mustache. And I'm like, mustache daddy. Yeah, that's me. Uh, okay. So first off, for the audience not listening, you have a, a very thick mustache. We're going to have to explain this last time. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, there will be blood mustache. Mm-hmm. Picture that. And you want to know what's the chances, uh, correct me, you think an eight-year-old girl? Yes. Riding by in a scooter and said... Sweet mustache or what a gay mustache. And no matter what you start doing, like a mustache daddy dance. Well, it feels funnier if she's like, what a lame ass mustache. And I'm still like. Oh, well, I guarantee it's the second. Why? They're, like, mustaches aren't cool to kids. They might be coming back around. Have you seen. So, one of the, like, fingers of the pulse of, like, kids right now. I don't even know if a kid that young would care, but I'm like, who would she think is cool? And I'm like, there's not a popular musician... Daniel Day-Lewis and There Will Be Blood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she loves that movie. Uh, She's got to be a big Tombstone fan, right? There's not a, a musician or, like, an actor I can think of where they're prominently... Like, it's not like this is the 80s where Tom Selleck's, like, huge on TV and you're like, kids might kind of think... Like, I don't know if anyone in popular... There's not, like a, like, a K-pop boy band that has... Like, no one in BTS has a big, giant mustache. Well, I feel like it's got it's to be due to come around because it was so uncool, like, for our entire childhood and our generation. Uh, so maybe, like, the young kids today, maybe she was like, hey, high-five, mustache daddy, and... <laughs> First and foremost, why do you want her to call you Mustache Daddy? Is that kind of like... It's a- not sexual. It's just, I think that's a bit It's just a thing. very creepy thing for L- her. Look, I wish she was like a college student, like a hot college girl walking by and saying it, and Mustache Daddy doesn't sound as creepy, but I need Mustache Daddy in there. So, we're just, it's just going to be this eight-year-old and we'll deal with it. What if she said you look like a slobbering alcoholic Mustache Daddy? <laughs> do you still do the dance? If I could still spin a Rooney around the parking lot, I'm doing it. I think that's funnier to like just be straight up dunked on by an eight year old and I'm still I guarantee that's what happened mm. I, 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 I don't believe because you didn't hear her did she look like she was like a kid did she look like, like an Angelica Pickles like she has a sassy attitude toward her um maybe my guess would or be or she like skipping my guess would be <laughs> My guess would be, see, uh, like, I turned a corner and she was just surprised to see somebody with a mustache. And she was just like, what is, that, is that a mustache? Yeah, no, I, if, if you, if you, if this was a binary option, I have to pick one or the other. I have to pull a lever at the voting booth. I'm like, no, she definitely said what a gay mustache, <laughs> a lame mustache. An eight-year-old just like, what a fruity ass I can't imagine mustache. an eight-year-old being like, what a sweet, cool mustache. All right, I'm going to find her tomorrow. (laughs) Knocking on doors, boom, boom, boom. Did your daughter say how hot my mustache? Did your daughter call me mustache daddy? No, it's not gay. It's not something creepy. (laughs) Do you have an (laughs) eight-year-old? Bring her out. See, we're really rocking the mustache then. Yeah, uh, and I forget I have it a lot of the time. The other day, another day I was walking Scotia. Uh, this like 14 year old girl riding a bike kept doing like also stopped to be like hey 
sweet mustache, mustache. Those all happened, right? I didn't create those in my head. I'm like, Mikey, why do you keep telling me stories about fake women walking up and saying how sweet your mustache is? In the abandoned house down the street? Nobody lives there. (laughs) You were just walking through the Jewish cemetery nearby and a a, a hot 21-year-old jogger ran up to you and talked about... Oy vey, what a sweet stash, you mensch. Um, It's like 14-year-old girl on like a bicycle... Kept doing, like, loops and, like, staring me down hard every time she'd come by. And I was like, oh, my God, am I going to have to break this girl's heart and be like, sorry, Toots, see me in six months? <laughs> and then I remembered, like, oh, no, that's because you have a pedophile mustache. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's maybe the thing? Yeah. Maybe that little girl when you passed by was like, got to get away from me <laughs> with your big ugly looking pedophile mustache. She said something about said, mustache, the mustache, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's me. Oh, my back. During this spinneroonie. Ouch, ouch, ouch. This parking lot is filthy. It's so full of broken glass and condoms. Look, we know she said something about the mustache. We must assume it was complimentary. What else could it have been? Mm-hmm. Really? Um, hmm. So, it's frequently you've had women give you side eyes. Girls. <laughs> Children. <laughs> Children be like, huh. Yeah, looks of astonishment and admiration, I will assume, and not just shock and disgust and like, get out of my neighborhood. Not horror (laughs) vitriol, obviously. You don't Uh, live here, do you? (laughs) Who let you in? Um, Yeah, it's Little Lamp Town or whatever. Little Lamp Light from Fallout 3. (laughs) Who let you in? So, do you regret the mustache then, or... Is this become a point of pride now where you're just like, no, people are talking about the stash. You gotta no, keep be, it going. It'll be gone in a week. This thing's disgusting and it looks ridiculous. I get that. I just, <laughs> I'm not like in complete denial where I'm like, is this my new look? Am I killing it like this? Is this the start of my modeling career at 37? <laughs> uh, all right. Yes, well, we want to put you on the cover of Pedophiles Weekly. Oh. How many issues of that do you get out before someone stops you? Well, it's weekly until the police kicks down the door. Which is, I presume happens every week, right? Like, what else could the magazine entail except the most awful thing in humanity? Thanks for showing up for the photo shoot. We're raping a 10-year-old in the back. Excuse me? Boom, oh, boom, boom. Police, we're like, here. Like, like oh, every this, issue has to be stopped, right? This is going to look bad. Uh, so... I, I wanted to throw a hypothetical at you. Mm-hmm. It, coronavirus is, is letting up at this point. Uh, things are starting to get to normal. But there's been talk about a lot of industries that have been hit pretty hard out of all this. And some that they don't know if it's going to recover. Uh, you can get a cruise to the Bahamas. It's about, we'll say, $400 for the whole trip. And it's hmm. like a week-long thing. Booze included. Um, I'll say you can get several things. You probably can't go. If it's I'm not, getting it's raped not, at the end of this no, scenario, no, can you not at least throw booze in? <laughs> no, it's not that. Uh, it's you. You'll get some complimentary things a day, but it's not an open bar. You can't just like get schnockered the whole time. Okay. Uh, and it's yeah, it's like a week long thing. But epidemiologists have come out. They said if you go on one of these cruises. There's like a 35% chance that this could be another outbreak of Corona. And if that happens, they will quarantine everyone from the ship 
in like a dungy Ooh. fucking U.S. Army base somewhere for at least two months. I like how you still didn't get make all booze included in this scenario. Because <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. This sucks. Well, it's only 35% chance. <laughs> Um, no, that's pretty high. It, it, a one in three chance that they're just going to leave a bucket outside my door every day and I'm going to be pooping and shitting and being in that. Yeah. Uh, all right. What if it's a Golden Girls cruise and Betty White's on the ship? Well, it would have to be at least Betty White at this point. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, it's not a fan run cruise. It's She's a, actually on it. It's not the drag queen version that you tried to put me on yeah. another time. <laughs> um... You know what? I don't want to lose Betty White. It seems she should not be on cruise ships right now. <laughs> she, you can't stop her. Wild stallions uh, can't be broken. She's the last. She's the, she's the she's last. She's like lake 112. We have. She's allowed to go. Just let her go out the way she wants. So I go on a cruise and I maybe accidentally get coronavirus and accidentally give it to to Betty White and it wasn't all booze included. So this is your tell me. <laughs> Again, there's complimentary booze each day. It's just not like nonstop. But I'm just assuming I'm getting this worst case scenario. It's, it's a 35% chance. It's not like it's better than 50-50. But if you're Utah the Watcher, I feel like your finger's leading over to like not, hitting that 33%. I have button. no control over that. I'm, I'm presenting the scenario and where, where the chips may fall, may they may. Uh, you know, I don't have much fear of actually getting the virus. I think whatever it, I think I'd pull through. Um, it's not so much you get the virus. Much, it's the two yeah. months of quarantine at an Arby base yeah. in like some like small island somewhere. All right, time for your shower, sir. As they just unload a hose <laughs> on me, <laughs> as a hose like just pokes through the wall, and just sprays. Like, ouch, ouch. Oh, sorry, we had this on. <laughs> we had this on racist <laughs> riot mode. Um, no, I would, I would not say that's where the, I don't. What about, what about for the wire of oh, the wire cruise? Oh, who's there? Uh, let's say, let's say McNulty's there. Okay. Let's say Bunk is there mm. and, uh, Avon. And they, they hit, there may be surprises left. As far as who else might be there? Yeah. You eventually find out her so working my, like a buffet uh, or no, something. That sucks. Because my dream is like Idris Elba helicopters in. <laughs> but it's like, maybe. Maybe. It's a, they said surprises to come. Hey, I'm Poot. <laughs> oh, Poot's here. Surprises to come and fulfilled. I'm, and I'm like, Sushing. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, you... he's sick. <laughs> so sick. And I'm not 100% sure it is Poot because he's like so fat. And I'm like, but I don't want to, it seems racist if I call him like, are you Poot? Are you Poot? And he's like, I have a Poot shirt, don't I? McNulty, Avon, and Bunk. That is pretty sweet. Um, and again, but $400 for a cruise for a week. The military base, are we together there too? If, if that, Yeah, I mean, that. you're all quarantined together. Uh, I don't know if they're going to super enjoy hanging out with fans during that time. So you may not see them very much. I'm going to enjoy it. Unless McNulty, Dominic West or Monaghan just wants to talk about... No, Dominic... It's Dominic, Dominic West, West, right? Yeah. Unless he just wants to talk about the affair the whole time. Like, so have you seen it? We're up to 12 seasons. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll take it for that. Okay. 
and you gave me like the bare minimum to even like get kind of interested. <laughs> you didn't even give me Michael K. Williams. No. Or, or I was like, let me, let me play this. Let me play this coyly. I'm going to pick two of your like top five, but not your number ones. All right. Treat it like a, uh, like a card game. Like you have limited assets to put in here. And I said, no. And you want to raise the stakes by bringing in other cast members. You say no. All right. Well, the I'm way like, no, not enough people. The way it's going to go then is you, you get a poop sandwich essentially uh, with uh, inverse. So it's like poop sandwich poop. So I'd be like, uh, Herc's going to be there, but Lester Freeman's also going to be there, uh-huh. but Ziggy's also there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he wakes he's your alarm clock in the morning he like it's like a character work study for him he just goes around and be like Wah! waking up things he has the duck <laughs> oh he's got the duck <laughs> then I'm down hey it's had the duck yeah the duck I'm there are you doing it in your scenario uh depends on the cruise it would have to be something that really appeals to me because that is such a whammy if you do fall into that 35 percent where you're just like oh two months like in a base which is the worst kind of conditions i presume for two months like oh my god uh but Bologna at the same sandwiches t- yeah oh even that mres <laughs> like old <laughs> mres basically but the idea of going on a cruise for like 400 bucks like a nice cruise mm-hmm. does sound pretty appealing. So what cast would it be? So I can't throw you on like the cast of Coach. <laughs> uh, I feel like a Christopher lost- Craig T. Nelson's here. Oh my god! Uh, maybe like a lost one would probably that the might voice be of in- Patrick the Starfish, but he doesn't want to talk about SpongeBob. I don't. I mean, I don't really want to talk to him about Coach, and I don't know anything else he's in. <laughs> he specifically said no SpongeBob talk. I mean. <laughs> That seems weird. Are there children on this cruise? Because he can't assume that they don't want to talk to him about anything else. Just talk about him about your favorite episode of Coach. I, the one where he caught taught football. I don't, remember, I, don't, I don't remember anything else. Okay, he was a coach. He wasn't a, he wasn't a player. Was he? I thought he was a player. I mean, he's like 40 in the show. So Is he? he? Yeah. Okay, so Lost. All right, let me give it. Let me give you the who's going to be on the ship. Um, Hurley. Done. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> no. Walt and Anna Lucia. Or, sorry, Mike. Michael and okay. Anna Lucia. Uh, I mean, it would be worth it to see her. And a stuffed Vincent. That seems weird. That almost <laughs> seems to bring the mood down. He's like Rowdy from Scrubs. <laughs> they carry him around. I mean, that dog's definitely dead. I don't know why I needed to bring it on. You could have just brought in another Labrador and been like, it's Vincent, everybody. It might not really be Vincent either. <laughs> so you, you killed another dog to bring it in. Uh, is there at least illusions of the other cast? Like, could you send in like a uh, black smoke and be like, it's Esau, the smoke monster, everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> uh, there is a 50% chance a helicopter is going to come in halfway in this. Okay. And it's either going to have Locke on it or uh, Lennon. Hmm. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Was the number two guy at the Asian temple that had the Japanese guy running it? Uh, a dogma was heard. 
Dogen was the guy, the actual Asian guy. I don't remember a fucking new tenant <laughs> in that point. Well, it might be him. <laughs> what a weird, like, this, it's either going to be uh, arguably... Someone's going to make you come all over the place. It's arguably going to be the most famous actor uh, from the show in terms of, like, its actual success. Like, it's the only person who won an Emmy, I think, from the show. Michael Emerson might have, actually. Uh, it's definitely one of the most prestigious people from the show. Or it's basically an extra you wouldn't have remembered if someone had brought it up to you five minutes. Terry O'Quinn or a guy's name you'll never pull. I'm like, is it also Lennon? <laughs> is he named after himself? Uh, I mean, again, Hurley might be enough to get me on there. And again, $400 for a cruise is pretty sweet. Especially if it like, goes to Hawaii and you get to see some of the locations. Maybe. Oh, but his time's going to be so tied up between fans. I mean, you can get in like, the, I assume you can get in the Michael line. Yeah, I mean. Or the Anna Lucia. Probably well, do that no too. one's getting in the Anna Lucia line. Some people will. She's fast and furious, Anna Lucia. How dare you? <laughs> she's family. It's surprising she's even on this. Like, I'll you're probably honest, the richest member. She's probably the most successful member of the entire Lost cast when you just look at it pound for pound. I, oh, Evangeline Lily, I guess. It's probably a little bit more, maybe now. Mm. She has, like, three Marvel movies under her belt. But she's not going to be on that cruise. Come on. That's probably for the best. I mean, I'd, I'd just talk to her about Ant Man if I had to see her. Like, oh, what'd you think about my performance on Lost? Like, you did the best of what you could. <laughs> you got kind of handcuffed by a, a, a terrible character. Um, I I did what I could, and I'm definitely <laughs> Evangeline Lilly something. It's just some like six foot eight dude <laughs> wearing Wait, a wig. Aren't you Lennon? <laughs> uh, you caught me. I'm doing double duty here. I'm also going to put on a costume and run around in all fours, and I'm Vincent for a couple. Surprise! Hours. I'm going to be pretend. I'm going to pretend to be Terry O'Quinn on the helicopter. Like, God damn it! God damn it! Oh, and the quarantine's definitely happening. Oh man. <laughs> I never even get to see her. I didn't even get to see her early. Oh, we died. Quarantine <laughs> got to him over there. Like, oh, man, what a bad trip. Look, I booked him. I didn't promise he'd live long <laughs> enough to get there. <laughs> Just get on the damn couch. It's a futon. It's recording now. People don't want to hear you yelling at the dog. Get on the damn futon. You awful dog rolling pin. <laughs> no, Mikey. Oh, we'll, we'll edit this out later. You going to remember to do that? Mm, probably not, especially if you're the one that edits this one. I don't. <laughs> oh, I was like, there was something I was supposed to do. Let me check out my note. M take move, Mikey beat Scotia. <laughs> I should stop doing puzzles so many times. And move throw that it out. Move the audio of me shoving a power drill up her ass because she wouldn't be quiet <laughs> during a podcast. So you said you had something you needed to tell me about. Oh, it was. Uh, I was in my room yesterday. Lying in bed watching Deep Space Nine, you know, mm -hmm. my usual. As you're doing. Sure. And I heard mom make a phone call. And it was, you know, it's usually kind of like a Charlie Brown or like, uh, you know, where I, I usually can't understand every word. I just hear like, bah, 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 bah. yeah. But somebody's clearly like, how was your day? And she's like, oh, it was, it was awful. It was, I was just pooping and pooping oh, and this. pooping and pooping. I did hear this. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I had just gone into the bathroom. And I was like. And I think someone... this remote was downstairs too. So I couldn't even. <laughs> I was like, someone did a number on this bath. It was one of those times where like I peed and then flushed. I was like, did I plug this toilet like three days ago? I forget. <laughs> and then I was in my room. And yeah, I think I heard like that. I was just pooping and pooping and pooping. And pooping. I think it was uh, pooping and pooping and poop and poop and poop and poop. <laughs> 
Yeah, so she apparently and I gotta like, pick up some Pepto Bismol for her today. For and then you're like, but what could you possibly have been? I mean, her diet should suggest she frequently would have diarrhea when it's nothing but yeah. awesome mics. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing but dollar store pizzas and uh, cookies, and I think she sometimes makes like sausage sandwiches, bagels. If eats you all my bagels and leave them upstairs. Yeah. The, the, you notice By the way, every, the everything bagels have gone untouched. <laughs> yeah, well, you notice that I kept my I keep my bagels away from the fridge now completely. It's one of those things you almost like. It's like a parakeet. Like you have to shove like a curtain over it and just like think it's night so she doesn't. I'm like, oh, if I just keep it out of her line of sight, she won't even bother looking for it and she just I don't know gobble up like bags of lettuce or whatever's in the fucking fridge right now. But it was so gross. <laughs> I, in. Uh, 18 years of, of living with mom, like growing up, I don't think I've ever heard her say poop that many times in one sentence. It's just poop and it's poop and it's poop and it's everywhere. I mean, I heard it quite a lot when the <laughs> the toilet was back or the water was oh. backed up. So she like filled up a, a pitcher, your Brita filter. She's like, this is for the poopins. This is for the poopins. And I was like, all right, this is the disgusting conversation. I don't, I'm not super comfortable with you referring to <laughs> diarrhea and shit as poopins. But. Or anytime we were sitting in the living room as kids while she's trying to watch Beauty and the Beast and just cutting out farts oh, yeah. by the third part. It's like, go in and poop. Yeah, but I, I've certainly never heard her just like, as you said, yeah, you generally don't really pay much attention to what she's saying when she's talking on her phone because, I don't know, she's like a, like a megaphone. Like, the moment she gets on the phone, it's immediately like, oh, hello! Yeah, and it started with like a song of like her singing like, you heard that. Anyway, just pooping my tits off all day. <laughs> just pooping and pooping and pooping. And some of it got in the poop hole. <laughs> some of it got in the poop hole. A lot of it got on the toothbrushes. But I keep mine in my room. <laughs> me like, like about to peer around the corner. Like, no, I'm going to let Mikey walk in on this one first. I'm not going to be the person who stumbles in on this mystery. I couldn't get it all in the toilet, so I took the top off the head and shoulders and squeezed some in there. That feels like it had to have been more work than just to go into the bowl. I just pooped myself on the way there, but I took a swim for it, swooping all across the floor. <laughs> That's not how you're just... rubbing poop into our hardwood floors? Is that... Grabbed your favorite Genesis shirt. <laughs> I only have, have one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't want to... I'm wearing. Oh, God. Phil. Phil. <laughs> He's the only one that's covered. Phil and Mike. And then, like, the third guy, you're like, uh, I'm not 100% sure what your name is. It's like every time uh, there was, like, news, like, Nirvana was trending. And I was like, why is Nirvana trending? I guess it's because the third guy in the group said some, like, pretty on Black Lives Matter kind of stuff. Uh, was pretty out there with it. And it was one of those moments where you're like... Man, I really forget how much of like a two-person power group that group originally was. You're like, oh, you got this great talent and Kurt and Dave Grohl is like one of the longest-lasting musicians in like in like the music industry, certainly in rock today. Yeah, where you're like, oh, they have like big songs in like four decades now at this point or three decades. And then the, Spike then, Dudley on your Survivor Series team. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, and then there's uh, old third guy. Who, <laughs> I don't think Dave Grohl has ever had on anything. And you're like, yeah, I think the only time I saw them together was when they were honoring 
uh, for the Rock Cobain Hall at the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah. The two of them are together, and I was like, hmm. you know, it sounds makes a lot of sense that you guys don't hang out anymore. It's crazy because it, you know, obviously Kurt Cobain, rock megastar. Dave Grohl is even up there as far as yeah. like everyone knows who Dave Grohl is. That third guy, and it's only a three-person band yeah. with a gun to my mom's head. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't come up with his name if I, he gave me a hundred guesses. I want. I think it starts with a B or a D. <laughs> oh my God, Bobby's loading it. <laughs> click, click. All right, you know what? I don't. I'm gonna risk it for the biscuit. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the last name. Okay, Is it Bert? The poop will be yours to clean up. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out there. I'm just gonna gun limb. Beatrice. <laughs> Not even the man's name. Sandra Day O'Connor? I know that name. That's a person. It's somebody. I don't... I don't remember from what, but that is a person. Let me start backwards. I'm going to think of the third guy from uh, from Genesis. And then I bet I'll come up with the third guy from Nirvana. Nope. Couldn't remember. Anyway, I'm just going to start shouting out names now. Uh, did you see the video of the... Uh, terrifying woman is the only way to describe her the ultra karen who no. all right let me see if i can pull this video up real quick here uh but obviously while this is happening uh i guess we should know quarantine is pretty close to over pretty much over now my gym's opening monday yeah i'm gonna, pumped uh as i say friday our county is going to be moving completely to green I'm already back to working, things like that. Everything's over in Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, except for you, Philly. Whatever. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is also now at the same time that... Uh, no, I'll, I'll keep looking for it. Uh, this is the same time that all the Black Lives Matter stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, George Floyd. That's his name, right? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's morphed on to a lot more than that. Um, People getting fired. A lot of it. Uh, a lot of that. Was it the New York police commissioner was fired and a pretty... It sounds like it, less than firing more a lot of force, forcible kind of retirements for older officers. Yeah, but there's a lot of... There's a lot of back alley stuff that they're doing. I know New York is doing something where they're like, we're going to take a bunch of officers off of active duty. But I guess that's very much the same way they did the uh, special or the street crimes unit. Is they uh, shuffled them off and just turned them into a new unit that did essentially the same thing. Yeah. And they just cycle them through that way. So there's a lot of like trying to watch it. But uh, there's one story that got a lot. I, I'm sure you saw the one with like the guy who was bird watching and saw a woman without a dog on a leash and everything that happened from that. Uh, I heard the audio. Yeah. I didn't actually see the video. There's a lot of them. But this is actually a separate one. And it's like a woman seeing a, a guy stenciling Black Lives Matter onto his curb and I guess it's kind of a nice looking neighborhood and she does not think that it's his neighborhood she is terrifying if you it was clearly just out jogging <laughs> yeah but it's it's the face if it like this weird demeanor and everything she does so we're just saying absolutely your signs and everything and that's good this is not Everything's with like a smile to it, but it's yeah. it's almost like a it's almost like a wicked witch kind of look where you're like, I'm surprised that you I live here or this is my property. Oh really? Because you live here, right? 
Yeah, it is very like calming, but still kind of obtrusive. Very condescending too. And obviously, the big story with it is that this is that guy's house, and they're claiming they know the person who lives there, and that he's not allowed to do that. Uh, but in my mind, I'm already like, I was like, this is the more terrifying bad guy than everything from the last Insidious movies. There's something so unnerving about her face and that smile. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. Oh, that poor... Is that her husband? He's just yeah. like, I begged her not to stop. He's like, I begged her. Uh, he's like, oh, man. I really keep getting dragged to the... Are you 100% sure he's not the owner of the house? <laughs> he has keys in his hand. It would seem to suggest it's probably his place. No, I saw another gentleman, I'm pretty sure, delivering milk the other day, and he seemed like he owned it. A black man in this neighborhood? Absolutely not. <clears throat> like, mm. But, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy times, and... So, I have a hypothetical. Okay. So, the George Floyd thing. Is it George Floyd? George Lloyd. George Floyd. George Floyd. So, so up to date you are with everything. I have not even had the guts to watch the video. Because I've, I've heard it's egregious. I don't think I can watch it. Because it's just so I've slow. Seen, I've seen stills. I don't think I can watch eight minutes of someone just being killed. I don't... I, no, I'd rather just watch him being eaten by, like, a T-Rex in, like, 30 seconds <laughs> with a sheriff's badge on it. Yeah. <laughs> in that scenario, I guess if I have to pick one. But, uh, okay, picture that it's happening in real time. Which watchman would you say stops it if they know they know what the future holds and they know that this changes some things and hopefully obviously it's early on but hopefully some things for the better you know a bunch of crooked cops have been fired Anchovime is gone maybe there's there, first of all Anchovime is not gone <laughs> It's not, it's not going to be called Aunt Jemima and it's not going to be a black lady in a bottle. It, what else is that? that? That's just Lego or Ego at that point. Who cares? Uh, Which one do you think stops it? You can get rid of the easy ones. Night Owl almost, almost certainly does regardless. Unless it's like the one that can't get his dick up. This is, we're going 80s style Watchmen. Oh, so I can't just be like, well, Sister Knight. <laughs> Immediately. No. I was like, done. Mikey. Stupid hypothetical. <laughs> you know, clean up the trash. No, we're going to run through them. Uh, yeah, but it's not the classic style like Captain Metropolis. Like, get your hands off that gorgeous Negro. Uh, remember, he was super gay in the Watchmen movie. Or the new TV show. I don't remember being super gay like that. <laughs> he was gay and into black dudes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It feels like a little bit of a, a play up on it, but that's fine. Um, Rorschach? I mean, I don't know. Rorschach was pretty racist. But he also hates cops. Rorschach wasn't racist. Yeah, he was. That's just what they made him in that the new TV show. But it, they didn't even make him that. They no, that's his manifesto that. of people following it. But the, Oh, he hates everybody. I feel like, yeah, that's the thing. Is, um, but he hates the cops most of all. Yeah, but that's not, that's not considered like equal opportunity. You're like, <laughs> I hate everybody. But I do hate the blacks. <laughs> like, no, it's, you're still, yeah. But they're still packing uh, order. I... I <laughs> Probably. Who knows? I mean, I really don't know enough about the characters to be like, uh, do they stop regular street level crime as it happens? Do they consider it crime? They have. To do that. Um, All right. Let's go with uh, the comedian. Does he give a flying shit? No. Why would he? He's He was a pretty bad person. I'd say if anything, comedian's like, just kill him or don't. I'm tired of hearing this shit. Yeah. Um... No, I, I think it, 
seems pretty obvious. There's like two or three that probably would, and that's about it. You know, Do you, does Doctor Manhattan? Who knows? I, <laughs> I, you would like to assume he would, but again, in this hypothetical world where he feels maybe justice is, I would like to think he would. But at the same time, it's maybe hard there's for twenty me. scenarios where he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but in my mind, I'm also like I. My my thoughts of him go to the TV show where everything is so impeccably written to kind of avoid that kind of scenario mm-hmm. where all the intricate things he's kind of placed into running don't require him to stand by and let awful things happen generally. Yeah. Outside of like things that kind of come at a cost to himself. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'd be like, no, I think he would prevent it. Except for that one girl in Vietnam that tried to stab a comedian. Uh, yeah, but I like everything else seemed to be generally if he allowed something bad to happen, it was to like allowing himself to get captured and blown up because he's like, hey, this is going to be better for everybody, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. I guess that was spoilers for <laughs> The Watchmen. Oops. Well, we already did one like eight podcasts ago. It was but called I, What a Glorious Penis or yeah, something. What <laughs> a Magnificent Penis. Um, Adrian Veidt, is that the. And it can be uh, Jeremy Irons, Adrian Veidt. No, Veidt. I don't think he gives a shit. Really? Why would he? Why would he care about anything? Better call in a squid rain. No, well, it's just he doesn't. I don't think he could care about any level. Like his entire mind is always on the bigger picture. He'd probably be caring more about coronavirus, and he wouldn't even consider. He'd be like all this, all this noise on the television, (laughs) blocking me from my numbers. So he's not even there. (laughs) No, he doesn't. He's never. He's he's never on. He's never on the streets in in Minneapolis. (laughs) He's never hanging out there. He's not going to a Vikings game or anything like that. So. Uh, it is unfathomable. Like I, it's that weird moment when I, I know myself and then there's other people who have said it when you're watching the Watchmen series where you're like, Oh my God, this, you know, uh, black market tragedy, the Tulsa massacre. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, this is crazy. Like, Wait, that happened. That was a real thing. I didn't believe it. And then to see like, it's real. And then, to have, like, a, a big focal point be, like, this big-time, like, lynching display. And you're like, man, this is crazy. It's almost a little bit on the nose. And then you're like, oh, my God. There have been, like, four lynchings in America in the past week. It's fucking insane. Really? Yeah. They're not getting public attention. on this. No, it's a bunch of black guys who decided to spontaneously commit suicide by hanging themselves from trees. How is it not getting attention? Ed, Lynchings sh- have been getting attention since like the seventies. It's become like front page news. I, you can look up the names that are out there. I can pull mm. them up for you later. But I've found a couple that are like, yeah, so and so. I think because they're all being ruled by police as suicides, and you're like, what black guy is killing himself by hanging himself from a tree right now? When crack is so cheap. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing. <laughs> but yeah, pretty very. It's, it's absurdly crazy. Uh, that show. Almost feels like fortuitously timed now, where you're like, wow, that really had quite a few things in it ahead of what was obviously a very tumultuous first six months of a year. Does Hooded Justice stop it? If Captain Metropolis is like, mm, stand down. All right, this bit's over. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> uh, so we're back. Uh, you might have heard of some Huta Ahatnin coming from someone who isn't here. Despite the truce. Uh, and also, uh, you might be wondering, since this is apparently a quarantine episode, what's what's another person doing here? Well, this is happening a little bit after the quarantine. 
Uh, and we got everyone's favorite tune here, Shawnee Boy. Oh, Kota Hata. I got one who's speaking of COVID. He just got up a Greyhound bus. So, who are we guessing? Uh, and he just came into Harrisburg, which uh, apparently is always an eventful process for Sean. Yeah. So, my problem is, is like, I don't want to do things. Yeah. I don't mind when I'm here. I'm having a great time. But, like, coming here, I'm like, I don't want to do that. So, I just kept... I was going to leave at 2.45. Then I forgot to ask anyone for a ride until, like, 2.30. I'm like, ah, it's probably late. So, the next train was at, like... What, 555 when I call you like 556 like yeah something like that and I left to go on get on that train like a half hour I had to be there and the big issue was I've also misplaced my debit card and they don't take cash it's like big no no so only like so I'm like no matter what I did like I went and got the exact chat change because like, I convinced this girl to do it on her debit card and I was giving her exactly what it was at that point, like by the time I got the, like she said to do it, it was exactly when the train was leaving. So uh, the person, the teller, was like, "Nah, nah it's too late." Wait, my Which is the second time. It's <laughs> gonna be so mad. You was do the run, <laughs> but uh, so I decided to wait there for a couple hours because the next train was until like nine thirty. And in the mix of it being at like nine twenty, I go to get on the train, and at this point. I'm holding the paper ticket in my left hand, which is my good hand. I have a pinched nerve. I don't feel anything in my right. Yeah, but that's something very clear to yeah. note off the top here. So, yeah, I have no feeling pretty much from, like, here down. I can okay. feel I'm from touching like, you. From, like, uh, midway of your mid wrist. Yeah. yeah. Sort of. I mean, it's mostly the fingers. Like, that's the main thing. Like, I can feel like I'm touching something, but I can't. I can't Ooh. hold a pencil. Goodness. Not while the tape's going. It's called a stranger. <laughs> oh, jerking off has been... <laughs> Phenomenal. I'm assuming you're jerking off. Game's just gone. As of right now, it's been like a month, almost two months since it's been like this. Mm -hmm. And Big Sean has. If this were a movie, you were about to go into the jerking off Olympics, and you were going to be like the star American (laughs) performer, going for America. But uh, now you got to learn it all over again. I've had to learn to go lefty. I've never gone lefty in my life. I don't know if I could. I think I would. You you can't. I think I would. I promise you. You (laughs) can't. I was going to say I've done it definitely once or twice. It's definitely different. It's not the grips off. Yeah, it's weird, but it's not like the worst. I remember just that being like the the old joke of like it, like sitting on your other arm for a little mm-hmm. bit and then pretending it's someone else or something like that, and just being like, eh, "This is not nearly as sort of just an odd feeling." There's nothing funny about the, it. The no. Jay I mean, you have to joke. use your left. There's no jokes. <laughs> the Jay Moore joke, like I can't even brush my teeth with my left hand. I'm gonna jerk off with it, which is also a real bit. Like I can't write. I can't use a fork so now i'm like eating with my left and it's stupid <laughs> like anyone who like i guess if i was born just with my left hand i'm fine mm-hmm. but when you never use your left for any of those activities yeah it's, it's always the backup yeah <laughs> and it's since it's been going on for so long like my left's like i'm not used to all this work so it's already like it's starting to like cramp up uh, and get like it's like all fucked up too so i have no hands <laughs> i have no hands uh, but you were holding something in your, your your right hand? Yeah. So I'm holding the ticket, making sure I get on that train. And my I had my phone, and I couldn't put my, my pockets on my left, where I usually do now, because, like, in my back pocket, I had, like, my the keys and, like, a charger, because I was charging it. My front had my wallet. 
So there was like no room safely put in there. And I put it in my right hand and I could have sworn I put it in my pocket, but I just, like, I don't feel anything. So it just felt like I put it in my pocket. So oh, I'm assuming man. I just dropped it. So now I'm on the train. There was like, holy fuck, I'm on my phone. The a key detail being you're on the latest train. Yeah, that was it for the night. Yeah, this is the latest train and he's coming into Harrisburg, which will get here a little bit shy of midnight no it got there much earlier you didn't show up until a little bit shy of midnight it was like eleven twenty when it showed up in the station well we were texting you both of us well no we're, we're gonna get to that okay. we'll get to that how did you get in contact with us well not the, so knows my phone's not i don't have my phone so i know where i was sitting outside smoking so i run up there don't see anywhere these these two cops there and i asked them like listen can somebody just call my phone real quick i i i can't find it He's like, all right, well, there's customer service over there. And they like, dismiss me. Like, you, like, I'm not asking to barter. I just need you to call it. So, they customer service. And I guess the chick was in the bathroom because she didn't show up until, like, as I'm, like, resigned my fact, I'm not going to fucking find this phone. I see her as she's walking. Hey, I lost my phone. And right away, she's like, lost and found's over there and just kept walking. Lost and found's in the baggage claim area. Ooh. I go there. Which has been closed for hours now. <laughs> so as I'm like going back to get in the train, she go they welcome people in and out, and she said like I can't find my phone. She's like, well, just go online and say something, blah blah. Say so you missed your phone, like online. Like if I had a phone, I could just do that. <laughs> and I'm most positive I lost it like outside, which means some crackhead or whatever has my phone. Which I, I, I got people to call it a couple times while I was on the train. This is, I was going to say, I was hello, Dale. I was definitely like seven or eight phone calls. By sheer luck, I was helping somebody like, oh, I have it. I'll just bring it to your house. I'll just bring it to Harrisburg, actually. I'm just <laughs> Shawnee Boy needs his phone. I make it happen. I'm just a random good Samaritan <laughs> walking around in Philadelphia outside the bus depot. It's the entire train ride. I'm like, fuck, I have no way to get a hold. I, I don't know anyone's phone number. And I don't know how I'm supposed to reach anyone. So now it's like, so I'm like, no, I'm not too worried. So I told you I'll get there around 1130. And on text, I promise you, after you sent. I mean, I can show you the text. Well, and it, uh, there was, I the only time that was really brought up after it wasn't eight, whatever, was just, I was like, oh, I heard from Mikey that it's going to be, you're getting in around midnight. And you were like, yep. And then I think you made a bright, bright eyed and bushy tailed joke, yeah. and that was about it. I said I'll get there around eleven forty five. And the last communication. I mean, I can please, pull up. Yes, these please. Guys. Do. That'd be the, great if I texted you right now. <laughs> the last communication we had was the phone call at seven, where I saw I was like, mm, "There's no way he's on that train." And you can see it right here. So I heard midnight is the new arrival time. Yep. So take a nap. I expect bright eyes and bushy tails when I get there. And the ten o'clock, I text. I are you, on, are you on your way in? I might, I might not. I sent that text. I uh, I assume based on because you started the phone call with like, yeah, I lost my wallet. I, you know, and they won't take cash. And in my in my head, it's like, am I am I the girlfriend in this situation? Like the girlfriend I was staying next to you when we just missed the train, and you're like, I was in a terrible car accident. People were killed. <laughs> and I just thought like, uh huh, mm hmm. All right, well, why don't you text me when you're on the train? And I never heard a text, and I was like lying in bed assuming this wasn't happening. <laughs> But what Shawty Boy promises is going to be there. <laughs> he is a man of his word. So, his yeah. word is his bond. <laughs> if I can, I'll throw it out there because I wasn't there. Uh, you weren't. No. And he had to borrow a phone from a homeless man to, I did. Te to text me on Facebook. So many people left at the train station, whereas 
this couple, older couple from France or Istanbul. I don't know. They didn't speak English. Well, they spoke some words. I'm like, I just, you don't want to have a Facebook. And the chick would nod her head. And the dude was not having it. <laughs> so I, I just, I don't need your phone. I just need you to message someone for me. And he's like, no. I'm like, all right, that's fair. There was another black guy. As I'm going up to him, I'm like, hey, I'm from Philly. I really I lost my phone. But as I'm like, trying to talk to him, his ride shows up. And he just didn't give two shits about my story. <laughs> I like how you say you're from Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that lends you more street cred than I'm from Jersey? Like, I'm saying, like the train came from Philly. It's not oh, like okay. I'm just some dude that showed up there at the station. <laughs> Neither way, if you're homeless, like, I just need you to mess with someone. I'm yeah. not asking for anything. That's yeah. true salt of the earth. He's the only one that helped you. <laughs> Yeah, because there was this bigger chick who I go up to her because I tell like she's because the homeless guy was kind of sleeping in the corner. Like, hey, how's my phone? All that stuff. Like, her words for me were like, yeah, but I'm on the phone right now. Like, yes, I know. But when you're done, it's like I'll let you know. Which I'm like, that's a bitchy move. Slim pickings, though. So honestly, I'm not like, how the fuck am I gonna do? Like, I just need to. I just need to sit here. Hopefully, one of you guys shows up. Or just wait until it's dawn and the conductor shows up for the morning Cut show. back to both me and Christopher like, I ain't going there unless I hear something from him. <laughs> That's the thing. So, at about 11 o'clock, because I texted him at 10 to saying, like, are oh, you on your way in? And I guess you must have lost your phone at that point already. Yeah. Because I, I don't know how long the train ride the is. The train was at 9.30. Hour 40. Okay. Something like that. So, it would have been after he had, lo- he had already lost his phone. So, I texted then and didn't hear anything. And I was like, I don't mind heading out at midnight to pick up Sean. Who would? Who would? <laughs> but I definitely mind heading out at midnight and then showing up at the train station for like 30 minutes waiting for him and then having to go back home some when cop, I work the next some day. Some cop knocking on, <laughs> knocking on the glass. You can't stand here for hand jobs all day, sir. Move your car. Did they change that? Is that a COVID thing? Because um, it's Sunday. Fine. Plus, business people. I only had lefty, so my business would trash. Just some demand. guy like I'll Super give you demand, no supply. He's like, I'll give you a pity five. Just leave, please. <laughs> so I was under the impression I was like, all right. Well, once I hear word from Sean, I'll, I'll I'll like I'll start heading out. So I was like calling at like eleven o'clock, being like, hey, coming in. Then at like eleven twenty, and I was like, maybe he just has his phone in his pocket or something like that. He's just not feeling it or something. So I was like, all right. Well, I'll just I'll stop t- calling every like five minutes. I'll just call every like ten minutes. And then, like, 11.40 comes by, I'm like, all right, now either he's something's up or he's just not coming. <laughs> so, I don't really know what else I could do. So, at that point, I was kind of just waiting. I think if Midnight had come around you hadn't shown up, I might have, like, given a couple more calls. And if I hadn't heard anything, I might have been like, ah, maybe I need to check. But, I don't know. He wasn't. He wasn't going to check. He just well, the issue talk- is I don't have I don't have your girl on Facebook. Like, I don't. I didn't know her name. So I you had like, the mother. Ah, she wouldn't know either. Yeah, mother, <laughs> so I, been like, I, I still have the strong. Sean's alive. Oh my god! <laughs> when you know showed Mother's Day. <laughs> I uh, yeah, and when we talked, I was like, uh, all right, dude, text me when you're getting on the train, so I know you're definitely coming. 
don't fucking not respond and then text us at, at the transit and text us at eleven forty five and let us know you're there. He's like, I wouldn't do that, but that would be kind of funny if I did, right? <laughs> All the seats in the plane for this we knives out scenario to finally happen. We definitely did have a conversation too when you called me about like if I had had to show up and it was just like, no, Shawnee boy's word is his word. I'm definitely gonna be there, or maybe I won't. Who knows? <laughs> we don't really know until there, right? <laughs> this is really biting me in the ass. I mean, <laughs> My carefree world is really crashing down on me. If it had really bitten you in your ass, you'd still be walking down Camden Street <laughs> trying to figure out where we lived. I, I, was, like, I, was, I was legit thinking about it because I remember leaving your house. It's a right. That's pretty much straight, right? Yeah, yeah that. it's basically that's straight. straight. The hair, yeah, the Harrisburg uh, bus depot is not like a big urban depot. You're not getting away with sleeping on a bench there. <laughs> They'll chase you out real quick. That like. I was really like that was my second go to like man this a cop will come sooner or later but my was like I lo- I'm lost how do you help <laughs> do you know where the I know it's thirty one oh the Larios boys I'll take it right to them oh those fuckers yeah I know where they live I'll show you <laughs> but now you're here yeah. all right well that homeless dude was very difficult to give him his phone too. Very nice guy, turned out. But I did kind of wake him. <laughs> like, hey, need your phone. I beg of you. <laughs> you have me in the palm of your hands. <laughs> He's literally like, a guy sleeping on the street had a better chance of get, like living his life than I did. Did you give him anything afterwards? Yeah, he gave him a couple of cigarettes and a five. Oh, that's pretty good. Then. All right. You can't really be too upset, though. What if he's like, no, I don't have a phone, but I can teach you my ways. <laughs> I don't know. Anything else? You want to throw after out? I messaged you, he like walked away, and my wife was like, "I'm really back in." Like, because when he sent it at first, because he's using straight Wi-Fi, because he's a phone plan, and it didn't like it sent, but it doesn't do the full thing. We're actually like delivered it. Yeah, and, then, and that's when he walked away. I'm like really hoping that shows up on your screen <laughs> soon. Yeah, I got it. and I sent a message like immediately on my way, and I was like, I wonder if you actually got that part of it. Because I certainly didn't know who the person was. That'd be sweet if you, Christopher. That's what I thought about calling at first. I'm like, she's not, he's not going to answer some random black dude's phone. Christopher, you should keep calling him and be like, hello, I heard you were very generous and scrumptious with my cousin. <laughs> he has nowhere else to be. He can show up. <laughs> and he's just like, oh man, this bit me in my ass. I knew I should have helped out that white kid. He's from DC. Nice guy. Troy. Yeah, trust me, I know. It's in my it's gonna be in my Facebook profile. Adam. Adam's <laughs> and I'm just constantly gonna be like, who is this? You almost should just add him as homeless Troy, just in case he ever tries to call you like, hey, remember when I did your cousin a favor? I need to get bailed out. If you want to get a phone again get on Facebook, I'm gonna try to find him. I'm like, hey, if you need somewhere to stay, this subway is very comfortable. <laughs> hey, if you need somewhere to stay, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps. If you're in Harrisburg, I know the address now. <laughs> so the cab was like, Hey, you wanna need a ride somewhere? I'm like Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you only take card. Well, but I, but I don't know where. To the Larioses, please. Just dress. I got like hundreds of dollars in my pocket. Like, how close to Philly can I get in the cab with a hundred bucks? <laughs> always depended on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> That's never like it's always it's worked out so far. I've gotten rides. I I got here. With no real work on my part. And to put this to the ultimate test, we will not be paying for your train ticket back home. You're going to have to get your way back home to the kindness of strangers. <laughs> hey, Troy, I know I kind of <laughs> pressed upon you before, but you help me out again? Now, in my time of need. <laughs> like old times? Where were you when 
Shawnee boy needed you. He's like, I got you home. I got you there the first time. What are you talking about? It was one set of footprints. It was all my footprint. You're not there. <laughs> give, give me your address and I'll mail you back four cigarettes in a 10 spot. Shall I just send it to Troy on the street? <laughs> <laughs> What's the address? Do I just say around the train station? <laughs> Ballpark train station? <laughs> the Y or the parking lot? <laughs> If it helps, I'm, I I don't know if we told the story on the podcast recently, but I was reminded about the one time you and I took a bus to Bringing Team Beach. Yeah, we, we both got scammed by that dude. By the yeah. same dude. <laughs> he got like 20 bucks out of both of us. I thought, like, he told you that he's a friend of his, he, right? He, like, we, did, we did this on the podcast, did, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. he how'd you get scammed, though? <laughs> Because I was like, I forget. It, he was. I went out for a cigarette, and he was just standing around. Like, anyone need pot or something? And I was like, hmm, that does sound pretty good. It's like, yes, I'd like some pot. And he's like, ah, right, sure, man, come on. And we went to the men's room, and he's like, Hello. all right, we'll exchange <laughs> exchange money and the the bag on the same hand. I gave him, I think, twenty bucks, maybe thirty, and he gave me like a little bag full some and i didn't even like inspect it i was just like all right i was like this weekend's gonna be a whole lot better <laughs> and then i think maybe i actually had to take a dump or something and i actually <laughs> stayed in there and he came out and i guess he must have seen me talk to christopher at some point or the just fact the fact that like, yeah. i look like a smaller <laughs> a smaller pigeon than the one he just got it was really cool <laughs> and that's when he came up to you and was like hey, your hey, hey i'm friends with your brother i need 20 bucks to get home and i was like well, was it actually weed though no, it was glass, the grass clippings. I didn't find out until I got in the bus and I was like, open. I was like, I don't know about this. And I think I almost actually tried to smoke it before I finally I was like, this is just grass. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one. We might have a full functional Shawnee Boy episode uh, before you leave, maybe. But uh, at this time, this is the end of this quarantine episode. So, yeah. Oh, uh, although, real quick, Sean, what's your quarantine experience been like? Really, kind of the same old every day. How relieved are you on a scale of one to a billion that this didn't happen a year ago when you were still staying with your mom? Like I couldn't do, gotta go to prison, right? I couldn't do that. (laughs) Or what if you were staying with her right now and isn't Erica and Corey living there? I believe Erica's two kids. This is the news we got from Uncle Tom. He's our... He's, Who's he in contact with? <laughs> more people than you, it would seem. They seem fine. Everyone's fine. I, I told Scott about it. I'm like... I, I saw, like, oh, Corey and Erica and the kids are living there. He's like... We're talking about, like, oh, this stuff. Me and him talk about how much our family sucks. Yeah. And, uh... He's like, all right, make sure you check... Corey's our number one subscriber. <laughs> he's actually big on he's our Patreon account, so keep it down. <laughs> But he told me, like, check up every now and again and make sure that everything's fine, which is the least I can do. He's head of the household. And I, I you know, it, the respect I have for Scott is transferring the father, and it's still not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> to have your mom know your new number. God. They're not like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Super Darius Brothers Podcast. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>